Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in um, Revelation 4 and we'll be going through that. But before we get started, let's uh, open with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us again and again and again, even when we sin, even when we fail. Thank you for being there after we sin, for not abandoning us. And Father, I thank you that you love us so much that you know us. You're the creator of all. You stand outside time. You see what's happening today. You know what's happening tomorrow, and you know completely the past. You know all billions of people that have been created, and yet you love each and every one of us, and you're aware of us. You have the time for us. And so, Father, I invite you today into our hearts, into our midst, and I just lift up this time that you would be honored and glorified that you would open our hearts and our spirits so that we would understand what you would want us to understand and that we would perceive the things that are important, that we would commit them to our hearts and our memories and our spirits and that you would be the one that we love, that we, that we strive to emulate and that we would bring you honor and glory. I pray for the fellowship at this time. I pray that you, your spirit would, would fellowship with us and that you'd be here amongst us guiding us, holding us, and teaching us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we're in uh, chapter 4, and what I thought I'd do with Revelation is I'm reading mostly Tozer, but a lot of other, not a lot, some other um, commentaries also. And so what I figured I'd do is go, go through and read the chapters, and at the end, after the reading is done, um, share some of what I've been reading in addition to uh, the Bible, just go through and whatever the commentaries are, some important parts or things that I find useful, share them with you. And that way you'll be able to do your reading. And if you want to then sign off, you're welcome to, or you can go ahead and listen to the, what some of the other commentators are saying. So with that, I'll go ahead and get started. Chapter four, verse one, the throne in heaven. After this, I looked and there before me, was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. In front of the throne seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also, in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had the fa a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne 
and who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him, who sits on the throne, and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by, and by your will they were created and have their being. So, a fairly quick 11 verses, but they're pretty packed with information. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, share with you a little bit from what I've been reading with um, A.W. Tozer. And I think some of the, the more important parts are is that he did a lot of research and understood early Christian uh, beliefs, theology, and what the church had said and thought in the early days. So I'm just going to read his reflection on, on uh, chapter 4. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had the face of a man. The fourth was like a soaring eagle. Lion, king of beasts. Ox, beast of burden. Man, what we are. Flying eagle at home in the heavens. Do you perceive a larger picture developing? Did you know that for centuries Christians have seen the same faces in the four Gospels of the New Testament. Matthew's is the Gospel of the King, Mark's the Gospel of the Suffering Servant, Luke's the Gospel of the Son of Man, John's the Gospel of the Son of God. God has put Jesus' picture everywhere, for living, immortal creatures before the throne, for loving, adoring, worshiping beings, faithfully and forever devoted to the purpose and praising of God and the eternal Son, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Make no mistake about it, the imagery is plainly the gospel of Christ. He is what Christianity is all about. The characteristics of the lion are power and dominion. The lion is king. The glory of a king does not lie in his own person, but rather in the character of his people. The glory of, his, of this noble and kingly person, Jesus Christ, Pictured as the lion lies in, in the fact that he rules a people who are supremely and perfectly happy. The ox is the willing burden, burden bearer, obedient even to death. In the Old Testament system, there was little for the ox to look forward to except sacrifice, blood, and death. The ox is a symbol of God's great plan of atonement and redemption through Christ Jesus. The third being, John testified, had a face like a man, the symbolism of son of, of the Son continues, for Jesus became man and lived among us, that he might die for us. For even the Son of Man did not come to serve, but to be served. I'm sorry. <laughs> for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Finally, the eagle, like the fourth living, or the fourth living creature, was a flying, soaring bee being. Earth may be the eagle's resting place, but the heavens are its habitat. Jesus was the Son of Man, partaking of our humanity, but he was also the Son of God, very God of very God, as the fathers phrased it in the Nicene Creed. Jesus is victor. That ends the thoughts of Tozer on chapter 4. So I'll just go ahead and close this in a quick word of prayer. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you that we get to read it and get some insights. Thank you that you've fellowshiped with us and that you fellowship with us all the days of our lives now. 
I'm grateful that you're guiding us. And I just pray that we'd have a good day, that our hearts and our minds would be open to you, that we would bring you glory and honor by our actions and our thoughts. I just pray, Father, that you would continue to be the one that we focus on. Your kingdom would be our center of attention and that would bring, continue to bring you honor, glory, and, and, and satisfaction, Lord. I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a wonderful day.